There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, y'all, Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. The Freaks List is an annual reminder that we were never going to make it in football. And that's why we just talk about it. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the newest fan of the bigger and zanier Big 12. Goodbye, OU in Texas. Hello, Arizona and Utah. Joining me as always is AJ. Big 12 after dark featuring Mike Gundy is erotic as hell. Marchese. I think I like the new Big 12 too. I think it's more fun. The Big 12 is secretly now our favorite conference after being like the most irrelevant to both of us. It's, it's way more likable without Texas and, and OU. And that's why today we'll be continuing our 2024 NFL Draft Summer Scouting Series with the Big 12 prospects. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving out to Casey, maybe. Looking for Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's going to wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's going to put ketchup on a stick? Who's going to find a steal in the fifth? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Morgantown. Have you ever wondered what heaven tastes like? West Virginia, Morgantown. Have you ever thought to yourself that ripple in the clouds? That's where I want to be. I want it to hug me like a like a cozy cup of hot chocolate. That's Morgantown. Have you ever wondered what a town full of Morgans feels like being in it as a non-Morgan? That's Morgantown, baby. This is ASMR. <laughs> Alrighty. The Big 12, baby. Where, where West Virginia doesn't belong, but they're stuck forever. In hindsight kind of smart move by uh, West Virginia to get into a conference that still exists. I mean, they weren't going to end up in the Pac-12. No, you don't know that. <laughs> this is true. I guess we don't know anymore. <laughs> you know, right? Nothing matters. Uh, Oklahoma and Texas, this is the last time we'll ever talk about them on the Big 12 show. So, thank God. Uh, Agreed. I, w- I wonder how we got four new teams this year, then two are gone, then a bunch of Pac-12 teams are coming. So I wonder how that will impact the number of players drafted from the Big 12 going forward. But over the last five years, it's been a hair over 24 at 24.6 um, with a five-year high of 30 just this past season. Impossible to predict for next season, Rob. Impossible. You can't do it. Impossible. Is this the most interesting the Big 12 has been in a while? I think so. I think- just because all expectations are on Texas. Oklahoma's not what they used to be. Yeah. 
It feels oh TCU's coming off the playoff big. Kansas State won the conference last year. Yeah. You get the injection of UCF who tends to always be competitive. Houston who if Dana Hogerson chokes, he's out. Um kind of the the Matt Campbell loves gone since mm-hmm. he's in a new era. It's <laughs> a very interesting conference. It's interesting, but everything you kinda of pointed to is bad. But yeah, it's interesting. It's just why which is our bread and butter. That's point. why we loved the Pac twelve for so many years. Yeah, they were never in a good place. Exactly. This is perfect. All right, let's start with the quarterbacks. Um, there's obviously one clear draftable quarterback in this conference. My question is, do you have another draftable grade? Uh, that's, a, that's a good question. Yeah, I do. I have one more. Okay, I'm inter- we'll get to that because I'm interested. Because I do think there's a, there's a bunch of um, talented quarterbacks where if the stars align, I could see a handful of them. Uh, getting drafted and, and mm-hmm. uh, Tyler Show winning the Heisman, obviously. Um, so I'm interested to see who your second guy is. But we'll start with Quinn Ewers, the Ohio State transfer turned Texas stud, who almost took down Bama, got hurt. His highs are super high. His lows are quite low. Um, still, he'll be just a 21-year-old rookie. Yeah. If he declares, he's a redshirt sophomore, but he, he reclassified, hit Ohio State a year early. Um, all the arm talent you could ask for. Yeah, absolutely. The, the ball clearly jumps out of his hand. I mean, that's the big uh, selling selling point, I guess, right? And you throw in that Bama game and that you know pre-injury. He, first of all, I think, I think without the injury, they would have won that game. Um, but that first half was so impressive. Um, made a bunch of throws, and <laughs> some of his receivers, you know, a couple drops, and we'll get there later, but... Yeah, the the arm talent pops, and I mean, you know, he, he, the way he re, like his release is a little funny. He's kind of got that like little yep. shoot it out release, and it reminds me a lot of Aaron Rodgers. And that's 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 not a comp. That's just the way he releases the football, and that's both good and bad because Rodgers kind of got that lazy release sometimes. But whatever. I'm gonna cut this so it sounds like you said that's <laughs> the comp. Uh, friend of the show, Cam Fleming, made me say that. I'm, I'm just gonna say that. Um. Yeah, yours is interesting because, yeah, he does have a bit of a wonky throwing motion, but obviously all the arm talent in the world. I thought – actually, I thought his footwork was a lot better than I was expecting. Yeah. I think he navigates the pocket pretty well. Um, he's not like a dynamo necessarily out of structure, but he can make those throws. I thought he looked really good on like those play-action verticals. Mm-hmm. He really let it loose. And uh, his deep ball placement, it's a little sporadic at times, but when it is on, like, the Alabama game, it's so yeah. impressive. Yeah, he's got that flick I, of the wrist, just deep arm. It's gone, you know? Yeah, and, like, he's um, his touch is a, uh, a little all over the place, and his short to intermediate is too, and I think part of that is the kind of wonky throwing motion. And he has a, um, a tendency to put the ball in conflict because he can over-trust that arm. But again, you got to treat last year like he was a true freshman, yeah. technically, right? Just yeah. based on age and like that Ohio State, you're barely counted. Um, like he has, especially in Sark's offense, with they they might have the four first receive no three first receivers potentially drafted from this conference, mm-hmm. and the first tight end. Like Texas is loaded. He has such a chance to blow up, but just based on how low his lows were too, he there's a chance like. It could be Spencer Rattlery. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't count that out, honestly. I, me neither. No, I don't think he's like. I don't know. I think he's a good prospect. I think he's a top one hundred prospect right now. Um, or like, but he's he's just like. I feel like often we, like obviously Caleb and Drake May are the the mm-hmm. one two, and then often like he's like 
I, I, I don't want to call it the, the like the draft nicks, but more so like the big media will slot him in as like, oh, he's the third quarterback in the class, and I just don't think that's I don't, clear at all. No, I don't think so either. Like I have Bo Nix above him. I don't have Nix, but I, I I think there's an argument there. Um, no, yeah, I. I I don't think he's a slam dunk third quarterback at all. I don't think he's a slam like I don't. I agree with you. That could be the Spencer, Spencer Rattler. He has the way. tools to be that for sure. Absolutely, he's got the tools to be a first round pick uh, for sure. But yeah, um, undersized guy though too. You know that's going to be held against yeah. him at some point. He's, he's thin. He's thin. Yeah, he's not a very big dude. Um, I don't even know if that six two is six two either. Um, yeah, and like. If he's six one one ninety five and he had the shoulder injury last year, like that, that's gonna count against him too. Mm-hmm. Especially for a guy that's like not that great of an athlete. Like he's no, like he can, like I said, he can navigate the pocket well, but he's yeah. not some guy who's gonna thrive out of structure. Like uh, I don't think you've, you're super comfortable using him as part of the run game. Yeah, exactly. Like he can, you know, get out of the pocket, make some plays, but man. I do think, yeah, like like the footwork isn't bad, but I think like sometimes just mechanically he's leaving that lower beh- lower half behind, and at least yeah. it's some really bad throws. Yes, I, I think the lo- the lower body mechanically isn't necessarily wonderful, but I think he does have pretty crisp tight footwork when it's yeah yeah all all working together. Like when he's on time and in structure and protected, like everything can look so good. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what it is. I think for him, like I said, it's like a true freshman year, like. That feel and that timing is just still coming along uh, with the mechanics, lower body. Like that, if that all comes together, that's a like he's got the talent to be a first round pick. A hundred percent. And now my question: I don't have another draftable, but I would love to hear who yours is. Oh, Jalen Daniels. I love Jalen Daniels. Okay, he's my number two quarterback, but I I was hesitant to I I put like a high end. Um, like he's probably my him and Cam Ward are my highest rated non. They're, they're kind of similar similar quarterbacks too, so that's a good one. Uh, no, I think Jalen Daniels getting big time underrated in this group. Um, hell, it's because the quarterback class is so deep. Yeah, it is. It is, and I mean, like I think he's like a late day three guy, but uh, like him a lot. And like, yeah, he's a hair under six foot two eleven, but uh, <laughs> he's he's everything. You were in a hell of an athlete. Like he's a great athlete. Super fluid, super smooth. He can you know turn into that explosive runs at times, and the ball, uh, the, the arm strength just matches. Like I think the ball can jump out of his hands too, not to yours extent, but he's got a really good arm. Like he can zip yeah, it. He does. And I think not comping either, but he's got that if factor that like kind of reminded me of Bryce Young. Like I think if he was at a bigger program, okay. the hype would be much bigger for Jalen Daniels. And now hype is hype, on field is on field, that, but the hype would yeah. be bigger. I also I think it's worth noting like that scheme is so funky like they do a lot of funky yeah. stuff to kind of make up for the lack of uh, talent. talent level. Yeah, and Lance Leipold's a genius. Um, he is what a hire. So I, like he's not running like a necessarily like a super um, translatable offense, mm-hmm. but like when they do let him run more pro-y stuff, you see him with some play action stuff um, or kind of throwing outside the hashes vertically like he has some ball placement throws in the duke game that i thought were really impressive that i weren't wasn't necessarily expecting and like you said like he can he's kind of got that whippy throwing motion he can really spin it at times. yeah he can um like you throw in the bowl game arkansas that comeback the overtime loss but what a comeback that was like kind of similar to yours you know that lower body mechanics got him to trouble i think on both interceptions in that game just you know bad like you know not not following through with his lower body 
Um, like, the accuracy is not perfect yet. And, like, the, another guy kind of motions a little funny. Like you said, kind of whippy. Um, and, like, yeah, like you said with the scheme, like, I just like to see him operate within the pocket a bit better, but, you know, get get more pro style chances. But I think all the I think the tools are there to be a late-round guy that can stick. He also, uh, I know he's technically a senior, but COVID year, he, yeah. he still has another year of eligibility after this too. And yeah. the, the other thing with him, though, is like he, we can just see him be healthy for a whole season. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And yeah, when you're evaluating, like he's not a guy with a lot of talent around him either. So lots of drops on tape. Luke Grimm is... I like, yeah, I like Grimm. We'll get there. He actually is pretty good. Yeah. Um, Mason Fairchild's not bad either. Uh my third quarterback is in the same state. It's Will Howard at Kansas State. Yeah, me too. And, and I think it, it, the the contrast between the two is kind of fun because mm-hmm. Jalen Daniels has this, like, he's a twitchy athlete. He's he got this whippy arm. He can make plays as a true runner. Will Howard's more of this pocket in-structure guy. He's massive, 6'5", 242. Yeah. I don't think he has, like, a great, great arm. Like I don't think he's it's he's very like, got a rocket launcher. I think it's pretty mid. Yeah, and he he's like more of an accurate uh, pocket passer, Good short poise. intermediate stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, like I said, in structure guy, and I think that's interesting because he's like he's so much bigger than Jalen Daniels, and and he'd be the guy you'd think would have the better arm, but that's mm-hmm. kind of the difference there. And the, he he's uh, I could see a path to him being. Um, a draftable guy too. I don't have him there, but I can see it. No, I agree. You know who he's gonna be. He's gonna be the one that like late in March or whatnot. It's gonna be like the guy like oh the league is higher on Will Howard than the Adrian media O'Connell. is. <laughs> yeah, he's Adrian. <laughs> Got the vibes. I mean, watching O'Connell tear it up this week, baby. Um, but no, yeah, Howard's not bad, and he's got all those tools. He got the size. Um, I, hey, hey, I think Jaylen, some really Jaylen, nice touch Jaylen, throws too, like actual like really good throws. But yeah. Jalen Daniels and Will Howard would be two hell of a gap for East West Shrine Bowl as quarterbacks. Absolutely, yeah. Just like DTR and Aiden O'Connell. Perfect comps. That's my comps for both. There you go. So those, I think those are the top three quarterbacks, um, clearly for me. Yeah. Do you have anybody else you like really like? like there's always been the weird, and we talk about this all the time, the weird Tyler Show hype at Texas Tech. Yeah, I don't know. And he's just never healthy, and that's hard to buy into. And um, I mean, Caden Slovis now at BYU. I think those are the next Dil- two guys. Yeah, Dylan Gabriel's gonna be a really good CFL quarterback. Yes, he's, he's he's not big, and, but yeah. And Emory Jones is at Cincinnati. That's gonna be so interesting, right? I don't yeah. know what the hell that's gonna look like. Hey, Satterfield did great things with Malik Cunningham. He kind of came absolutely, yeah. Uh, and then there's Blake Shapin at Baylor and John Reese Plumley at UCF. Reese Plumley is interesting as a just because such a freak, freaky yeah, athlete, a slot convert. He's yeah, like potentially for real, yeah, or, or like stud USFL quarterback. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think the 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 big three is the Kansas boys and yours. I don't I don't mind Slovis. Um, I, I don't. I don't know. I think some people are. I don't trust anything about him. I mean, either. But just like kind of like clean mechanically, like just just nothing high end with him though. Other than his yeah, ability I, to transfer, that's sick. So. Just doesn't have a lot of arm. I don't think. No, that, it he'll be interesting that BYU offense though. Yeah. Um, the running back group. I don't think there's any like clear. There's no Bijan Robinson. That's for mm. sure. but there's no like. Um, oh my gosh, this is that dude. But there's a couple interesting guys. Um, I had three guys kind of in their own tier. 
and then another three. Um, my top guy though is is new to the conference, Treshawn my... Ward, who's oh. transferring from Can- from Florida State to Kansas State. I have the other uh, new to the conference guy too. Um, as my top guy, yeah, I like Ward. I, I have Ward as my third guy, kind of like a potential draftable grade. Yeah, I think we're gonna have the same top three, just different order then. Probably. Um, yeah, Ward's kind of that one cut. He's yeah. he's a perfect Kansas State running back, like uh, a short king, um, but really good contact balance. I thought good vision, presses the line really well. Yeah. Has the quickness to to cut up field when that lane opens. Um, not not going to run you over, and I don't think he has a ton of burst to him. He's quick, much quicker than he is fast. Absolutely, the long speed is like really. Eh. But uh, I think he's going to thrive in this system behind that offensive line. Yeah, I agree. Like it's a good offensive line in front of him. Like it's kind of like what you see, what you get with with Ward. But he's a good back. I think like I don't have a draftable on him, but I think the potential is there to be a late round type of dude. Uh, is Aiden Robbins your number? Yeah, one? I love Aiden Robbins. <laughs> what a pleasant the BYU surprise! BYU running back transferred from Louisville to UNLV to BYU six three two thirty. That's what a what a path that is. Um, yeah, he's big boy baby. I love it. Um, he he's tall and he kind of runs tall too, which you know you don't you don't love. He's high cut. Sorry, but... sorry. Imagine going from living in Vegas to Provo. Two best it's places so in the weird. world. Uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah, a, he's really high cut. Yeah, yeah, he is. But the big, strong dude. You know, he's bringing that downhill thunder. He's fun as hell. Um, really solid burst and change of direction for a bigger back. I thought like, yeah. and I love like he's got he's got the long speed to him too. I think like it's a guy that like before he's touching the ball, he's got a hell of a head of steam behind him. He's like getting up to speed quickly. I, I think he could be a monster at BYU. I think he could go off this year. Yeah, BYU's had some um, big physical running backs yep. throughout the I don't know the last decade now. Aaron Roderick's been been there for a while, um, and I think he's just going to thrive in that offense with him. Um, <clears throat> I always get a little concerned with these bigger backs, those taller bigger yeah. backs, and I feel like there's always a bit of hype for them over the summer, and it kind of dies down as this season. Uh, Dwindles. Um, what's his name at Utah last year, for example? Right. Um, what was it, Tavian Thomas? Yes. Um, and uh, uh, Cameron Peoples, like these high cut, bigger backs. I think Aiden Robbins uh, is more powerful than Peoples. Yeah, absolutely. And more athletic than Tavian yes. Thomas, who might have been the least athletic running back ever seen in all yes. game. Um, I think is. I also have a draftable on him. Uh, I, I think he's in a really great spot to be like a potential day three pick. Yeah, exactly. I think. Yeah, I don't know. Latavius Murray comp, right, Rob? That's your that's your guy. Oh god. <laughs> um, my other I uh, my other guy in that kind of that top tier with Warden Robbins is UCF's RJ Harvey. Yeah, me too. That's my second guy. Who's also similar to Warden? That he's kind of a more of a compact one cut guy. Yeah. Um, I think. Really, really good, like fluidity and body control uh, as a runner. You see him make guys miss. He's an elusive, field. yeah, yeah. He's he also catches the ball pretty he well. He does. Um, yeah. He's a he's a Virginia transfer. All these guys are transfers. He's a Virginia transfer. Uh, I think he'll be wicked for Gus Malls on in their first year in the Big Twelve. Yeah, me too. I got I have a I do have draft on him as well. I think yeah. So those are the top three though, yeah. Yeah, and then I have one other guy kind of kind of next. Me too. Who's that guy for you? Uh, Keelan Robinson, Texas. Yeah, so we're just doing transfers. Yeah, Alabama <laughs> transfer at Texas. Um, there's no clear RB1 for Texas this mm-hmm. year with Bijan gone. 
Emerald Shangon. Uh, Keelan Robinson, I don't know if he'll be like the number one back. Yeah. But he's like perfect satellite back. Really good kick returner. Catches the ball really well. Really, like you could see why he had he was at Alabama. Like that SEC athleticism. Yeah. Elusive. Uh, Short area quickness, good burst to him. Yeah, not gonna like do a ton, but um, as like a bell cow or anything at five nine one eighty eight, but fun back. Yeah, I totally agree. It's gonna be interesting. Like I, I don't know what the split's gonna be, but he's gonna get more of a low uh, workload for sure. So it's gonna be yeah. interesting. Yeah, I'm excited to see how Sark uses him. There's so many miles to feed this offense. <laughs> there is. Um, and then after those guys, I have Devin Neal and Jarrell Brock at Iowa State kind of in the next tier. Yeah, but but I was kind of disappointed by both. Me too. I I thought there not that there's like a ton of NFL draft hype around Devin Neal, but I do think there's a lot of college football yeah. hype around Devin Neal. Yeah. Um partially just cuz that Kansas team's fun and everyone roots for it. And then with Brock, I thought I thought there was like a little bit of NFL draft buzz and like not that I dislike him, but I don't have a draftable. I kind of do dislike him. I don't know. Plus, he got you know he's in the the gambling pro. That's not great. I miss that. Do am I to assume everyone who plays at Iowa State <laughs> and Iowa is in that? Well, no. Sorry, just let me say that that bumped him up for me. But I'm still not a huge. Oh, fan. oh okay, cool. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I got the numbers too. Thirteen hundred bets over twelve thousand dollars placed. Seriously, That's, those are numbers, baby. Um, yeah. yeah, respectable much. But no, on the field, I actually wasn't a huge fan. But yeah, um, I saw some draft stuff with him. But Neil, yeah. yeah, more college football. He's kind of just like a – he's well-built. He's kind of just like, okay. He's kind of – Yeah, okay. like he's, he doesn't have any special trade. I thought he's like yeah. a pretty solid one-cut guy. Yeah. Um, I, I I didn't think like the contact balancer or elusiveness were like anything to write home about. Yeah, pretty pretty jag, yeah. I, I think um, – and there's Corey Kinner at Cincy who's an LSU transfer, but I think one of the TCU backs is going to help themselves. yeah. I think Sanders There's, coming over from Bama is going to be interesting. Yeah, former big recruiters just dealt with injuries. And yeah. then Imani Bailey, who came over from Louisiana, and he he might be their RB1 to start the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like Sanders, it's you saw like kind of – It is, yeah, a really good offensive line. I, one of them or both of them are going to have good years, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if one of them kind of – Makes a name. Finishes, yeah, yeah like with those top four kind of guys we're talking about. Um. Yeah. Not like an amazing running back group, but an interesting one. Uh, receiver group is just Texas guys, kind of. Kind of. Uh, yeah. And a couple UCF guys and a TCU guy who just kind of looks like the last TCU guy. Um, Xavier Worthy, I think, is very clearly the top receiver in the conference. Yeah, absolutely is. Um, doesn't mean he's not like a frustrating watch. You know, with no, he's he's like, man, this guy could be incredible, but he's he's got those Hollywood Brown drops. Yeah, yeah, like it's like every ball's a fifty-fifty ball, but it's fifty-fifty catch their drops. I don't know. I don't but, think I think that's a little too far. It's just like he makes the tough catches look easy at times, but then the easy catches look tough, right? He, he just creates so much separation. He does. Here, right? Like he's obviously so fast, but he's also a very fluid, yeah. explosive route runner. Yeah, and that's like. What kind of gives me the Hollywood Brown vibes that last year at Oklahoma, where yeah. he didn't just have that that speed as his trump card, but he he could run no. routes with the best of them. Um, yeah, but then yeah, he's just dropping the easy ones. Doesn't create a ton after the catch. Um, doesn't have like he's not the most violent guy at the catch point, but he does make some tough catches. Yeah, uh, he's a, he's a little bit. I think he'll be a polarizing. Guy. I think so too, and like he's a guy that 
I don't know. If he adds some weight and has a huge year, he could go in the first round. Like you said, yeah. I, he's got the potential to be a hell of a route runner. You see it. Like you said, he's explosive as hell, but super like loose and f- smooth. Like he's, it's really good. But yeah, just the hands are <laughs> are troubling, and being six foot one sixty two is 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 also an issue. But yeah, I think a definite day two guy. Like uh, everything mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, he. It's so true. He he's very like boomer bust in terms of. April comes around, I wouldn't be shocked to see him in the first round. I wouldn't be shocked to see him in the fourth round. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, after him, do you have another Texas guy? Yeah, I got two more Texas guys after him. Okay, me too. Sick. It's Texas party, baby. Who's uh, your next Texas guy? I love S.A. Nair. I know he missed okay. all of Perfect, last year. I love a AC- different guy. Yeah, I, I like a couple of them. I know he missed all of last year with the ACL injury, but... Coming over from Wyoming, I was such I was so disappointed when he got hurt last year. But anyways, yeah, almost six four, almost two twenty, like that's big boy size, and is a really good athlete for that size. Um, that frame, you know, you see that frame on the field. He's got long arms. He's just got a hell of a catch radius. Big time high point ability. Good hands. If good after the catch, good, good after the catch. Yeah, like I mean, he's got all the talent. Like he could be a monster. Like we said earlier, a lot of mouths to feed, and we'll keep touching on that, but. Uh, you know, Ewers is going to get a couple of them on the on the deep balls and the jump balls. Like he's, I think he's going to rise big time this year if he can if he can everything go together for him. Yeah, I mean, he's one of uh, four draftable Texas wide receivers uh, I've got. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's the best. Um, it's got to be the second best pass catching group in the country after Ohio State. After the Buckeyes, yeah. Washington, I think Washington's got more, like. Mm, I don't know. It's tough to rank them, right? Because I think Texas is deeper. If we're t- counting tight ends, it's tight yeah, I said pass catching groups, not receivers. Oh, okay, okay. Then yes, I yeah. would. I would agree. Yeah. Um, my my guy after Worthy and ahead of Nair, I got Jordan Whittington, who I just fall for this type of receiver. He's I know like you kinda, do. Where Worthy's this? Worthy's the big time big play guy. Nair's the big X wide receiver. Ad Mitchell's got all the talent in the world, but Whittington's like the dirty work guy. He's six one, two hundred, and so slot receiver, really good in traffic, yeah. very good after the catch. Uh, just converts um, third downs, blocks really well. Uh, has really good coverage recognition. Like, just rely, Mister Reliable. He's gonna be a vi- yeah. He's gonna go in the sixth round and play yeah. a decade. Yeah, that's where I got him too, and I like him a lot though. I I think like. That's like a six round, but like I like him more than that. Uh, no, I like Whittington a lot. I I had Mitchell as my next guy just because mm-hmm. of the potential there. He uh, he might of of this group of Texas receivers might have the the most upside just in terms of the size, the athleticism, yeah. and the ball skills. Yeah, the body control and the ball skills are the the adjustment is is super impressive. He, he might be the least sure bet of them. Oh but... yeah, I think I think he is the least sure bet, but yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, but he had his moments at Georgia, and he was so impressed. Yeah. You know what? Um, I don't think, like, he's stylistically the same player necessarily, but, like, kind of George Pickens in, in terms of when he's on, like, he looks the part. Mm-hmm. He just struggles with health and consistency. Mm-hmm. No, I, I don't I don't think that's unfair to him. But, yeah, I think that's another, like, fifth, sixth round type of guy. Um, mm-hmm. I think, like, kind he's of – He's just a true junior, though, yeah. so that's a bump. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, kind of in the same realm for me. I got a couple guys in this in this area with Winnington and, and Mitchell, and um, I, I put Saban Williams here. Same. Okay. Yeah. A big fan I mean, of him. My my, my top five receivers are the Texas four and Savion. 
Yeah, me, me, me too. And then um, that, that's me too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like Saban. Obviously, big body guy, you know, almost 6'4", almost 230. <laughs> um, they list him at 6'5", 225. Yeah, I, I went with old Dane athletic numbers. I usually Probably, trust those, yeah. Yeah, you should because remember Quentin Johnston was listed bigger than yes, much bigger. Um, so, I, but I believe that weight he's he's carrying that weight on him. But like that big body, he uses to box out defenders really well. Um, and balls in the air, you know, fifty fifty, he's so good at it. Um, adjusts to the ball really well. Um, I just expect him to be a big breakout guy this year. Not not the smoothest athlete. Like I don't think he's the Quentin Johnson level athlete, but like a good athlete for that size. He's on the freaks list. Yeah, yeah there you go. So. He- but but he I think he was one of the few guys on the freaks list who didn't put any athletic testing numbers. He yeah, just wrote, he, like he could throw the football eighty yards. Yeah, I love the goofy ones. It's like sick. I think wasn't Juwan breaks for like singing. Yeah, so. yeah. So no, he was. He's like his 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 uh, like his bench and his squat really good, but like most and of singing because he sings. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, he sings really well. So that's a hell of a group at. at uh, Texas and then with those two, yeah, it's a, it's a good group. And then I'm gonna my next guy, if I if I may, is a freaksless guy. The Monterey, Monterey Baldwin at Baylor, who is small but holy fuck is he fast? He he's on the freaksless because he clocked the fastest time in all of college football last year. Um, you get the ball in his hands and he just he just goes. I think he's like a late round type of dude, um, like five nine one sixty four, so undersized, but uh. The Jalen Hyatt, pretty class. much, yeah. Like the route running and all of that is isn't there, but it's developing a bit. But like he was really productive for Baylor. Uh, he wasn't just a gadget dude, right? So that's just <laughs> that speed. That's gonna get you drafted if if it if it's legit and it looks legit. And I believe he's a true junior. Yep, exactly. Um, I have the the two UCF guys is borderlines. Yeah, um, Kobe still, Hudson. Yeah, I still like Kobe Hudson and, a lot. In, in Javon Baker, and I think they're, yeah, I think they're interesting. Kobe Hudson's just like a smart, uh, like slot receiver who wins wins in traffic. Really good body control. Um, not like super dynamic, but like a smooth route runner. Javon Baker, who's uh, the Alabama transfer, he's really twitchy and well built at six one two zero eight. Really good after the catch, like he. He could really, I think, help himself this year. Um, but they're both, I think, borderline draftable guys. Yeah, I kind of feel the same with you. Um, oh, Jaleel Farouk you have a first-round grade on, right? I've seen more Jaleel Farouk uh, jerseys in real life than any Gorgeous. Guys, so. um, he's all right. Um, I actually kind of liked Grimm at Kansas. I thought, like, watching Jalen Daniels first, he kept just popping up as this reliable dude. And he just kind of... It was great against Arkansas in the in the bowl game comeback, but loss. Um, just a reliable kind of guy. I liked. I don't mind him. Yeah, no, he's he's fine. Like I could see him. Oh wait, the NFL PA bowl doesn't exist. That's yeah, I know. I know. Maybe he'll be at the East West um, or the Hula. Yeah, well, Grim's got a Hula bowl invite written all over him. Uh, anybody? Else? Uh, Devin Carter transferring to West Virginia, I do think is interesting because I felt like at NC State he was always making mm-hmm. key plays. He was, but. Uh, and Jerron Bradley at Texas Tech is just, like, massive. Why does Texas Tech always have, like, super tall receivers? I don't know, because that's what they're going for. I guess it's sick. And, and defensive linemen. Um, True. J- just the biggest people at Texas Tech. And Tyler Show, who's also huge. He is big, yeah. Yeah. All right, tight ends? Tight ends. Uh, good tight end group. It is. by Jatavian Sanders at Texas, who... 
uh, a six four two forty tight end wearing number zero, you're probably not expecting him to block like a madman. But hey, there he is. I I wasn't super impressed with his blocking. Really? Yeah, I wasn't. Just thought kind of like he's so good at blocking on the move. Line him up at H back. Bring him. Um, he's yeah. Like they use him. He's so good there. They like, don't play him a ton in line. No, but uh, when but they do, it doesn't look great. Such a good. He's such a good move blocker. I think he's okay. I think. I think he's better. I think he's. He's the maybe the best blocking tight end we've done. Ooh, I don't. I didn't see that. I don't know what I was watching then. I don't know. I, I wasn't that impressed with his blocking. Um, also, like, but like the athleticism pops big time. Obviously, <laughs> it's at six four two forty five. What do they had him like a reported four five five? Like, obviously, moves like a wide receiver. It's super impressive. Like with the explosiveness and athleticism i mean and then like he adds that with like actual tight end goods in the passing game you know the ability to box out the, the strong hands um you know what i thought though i thought he's kind of like he's got like the speedy yak but kind of like a little soft after the catch you don't see him breaking too many tackles or anything yeah no i'd agree with that so then maybe that's something to improve but no i think like a absolute top 100 or better but better prospect there yeah he might end up we haven't gone through them all yet but I mean, I, I kind of assume he'll be tight end too through the summer. And yeah, we're done after like behind just behind just uh, Kate Stover, the stove man. <laughs> yeah, the stoves. <laughs> um, also, like heavily penalized last year, which is kind of weird. Um, most penalties for all tight ends in FBS. Um, yeah, no, the athleticism is is super impressive. I I didn't feel it with the blocking though. Now we got to go back and do more. I think he's really good on the move. H back. Um, even at receiver, like uh, lining him up at slot, mm-hmm. giving him um, crack. He he like the want is all there all day long, uh, which I didn't expect. Ben Sinat at Kansas State is that your number two? Yeah, absolutely. I like I like Sinat yeah. a lot. Sinat Sinat. I don't know. I don't know. Six four two forty five. He's like just kind of Mister. Like I didn't think he did any one thing amazing. He just does everything pretty well. Uh, I thought maybe kind of his best trait is he's smart. He works well to get open for his quarterback when the play breaks down. He settles down in a, uh, against zone quite well and just a bit of a chain-moving guy. I thought, like, just a good route runner. And, like, you see good break yes. routes, uh, good snap Honestly, there. Yeah. See, seeing a Kansas State tight end wearing 34, I thought he was going to be clunky as hell. And he was <laughs> no, so much good. smoother than I, I thought he was I remember, what, like, watching the K-State games last year, and he always looked really good. But, like... I kind of assumed he's like, okay, he's just like popping in these couple games, nothing good. But I think he's legit. I think he's a top 100 tight end, potentially. Um, I think it's just we, no, neither of us can get over the fact that he's wearing 34. Like, I no. just keep thinking, is this a fullback? I love it. Well, they, I saw him a couple times at fullback. I think he's a better at, like, not move blocker, but lead blocker because he's pretty good at that. Um, I think it's just like functional blocking, good effort, not great there. I think his angles angles kind of need work, but it, it checks yeah. out. Checks out good enough. Um, good enough athlete, not special. But I think just like the route running, the feel, the hands in traffic, the hands in contested catch situations, um, I, I love all that. And like it got, apparently it was a sub two hundred pound walk on, added all that weight That's to the so frame. It's perfect. Yeah, I, I like Alex in it a lot. Uh, so I think those are very clearly one two. Yeah, I, I think both. But Sanders definitely in, in a potential top one hundred. Absolutely, yeah. Who 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 would you slot behind them? I like Jared Wiley. I like Jared Wiley yeah, at TCU. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. He man, he is so fucking big. He is super big. I love it. Um, Texas Texas transfer, high school quarterback. Um, 
He just kind of owns the seam. Yeah. Really big catch radius, good hands. I don't like not like a fantastic athlete. Not yeah. a ton after the catch, but yeah. like a day three tight end that type of size. If he can kind of hone his blocking, I think he'd be a really interesting guy. Just he's really big, so he kind of pops up sometimes in his hand shoot mm-hmm. wide. If he can kind of fix those things, I think really interesting. Yeah, he's one of those guys where like he's obviously got the frame for it. Not super good, but like if if the blocking sticks, he will stick in the NFL. He's kind of got that, you know, as a tight end two or or lower. Um, I I, <clears throat> I still like Austin Stogner coming coming back to Oklahoma, baby. Um, you know, solid athlete, like pretty good route runner. Um, I thought the hands were a little bit hit and miss last year at, at South Carolina. Um, <clears throat> not the greatest blocker, but a potential late late guy. Yeah, no, like bit big and productive. Yeah. That's usually works out. Isaac Rex, you can basically say the same thing. It's my guy, exactly. Another guy, I think, potential late round pick. But, um, yeah, I, I just had the three draftables. Yeah, me, me, me too. But um, no, I like I like Wiley quite a bit. But yeah, I think think pretty firmly draftable. It's gonna be just interesting to see how he develops. But no, I think Sinnott and, and Sanders. I think Sinnott more of a third round guy, and Sanders a second or potentially better. Yeah, top fifty. Yeah. Okay. The Big 12 has changed a lot. Yeah. The money is made in the trenches now for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how. I, like, this offensive line group's fucking awesome. It's very good. Yeah, it is. And, like, every it felt like every school has one. Yeah, it's crazy. When, when West Virginia's um, got, got dogs, you know it's good. <laughs> yeah, West Virginia's only good player is my favorite player in the conference, and he plays on the offensive line. <laughs> um, free, we got freaks. We got... Hog mollies, I don't know. We got it all. Where do you want to start? Who's your top offensive lineman in the conference? We're gonna just all, all offensive linemen, all together. You no, know, we can be uh, up to you. I think we should split we'll it because it's, it's very because it's actually good. Yeah. Well, shame, shame on us with how we dealt with the Big Twelve then. Um, who's your top tackle? It's a good tackle. Patrick Paul. Yeah, my cousin. Your cousin, <laughs> brother of Chris Paul, so your cousin too. Um, well, I guess my brother. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no, obviously, I big fan of his last year at Houston. Um, kind of thought he was like a day two guy, and he went out and proved it, but then went back to Houston. Um, yeah. Apparently, this is from Brugler on The Athletic. He, got, he says his arm's third, uh, certified at um, 36 plus inches, 85 and a half inch wingspan. And he's like 6'7", so obviously that matches up, and 308. But I think he's like a girthy 308. He's got more meat on his bones than that. But- but like he moves, moves well. really well. Like, he mirrors like his yeah. feet are smooth, like yeah. his kick step, everything's so smooth. Yeah, his operations so smooth. Um, yeah, he he's the type of he has the makeup of the guy who goes to the Senior Bowl and is clearly the yeah. best lineman there, and then goes like twenty eighth um, overall to a playoff team that can add a tackle or something like that. Perfect. Yeah, uh, yeah, he he's he might be the best senior tackle in the country. Yeah. Uh, Wait, is Alu technically a senior? He's like twenty, but he's somehow. A senior. Is he really? Okay, that's fucked. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure because he's still only twenty, but I'm pretty sure he's technically a senior. That's nuts. Uh, okay, so I retract that statement. He's the the best over twenty year old tackle <laughs> in the country. Um, but yeah, like really good feet mm-hmm. uh, for for such a tall, yeah, and well, like not lean, like he's not Blake Freeland out there. No. Um, I, I think the 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 nitpicky things for me were, um. He he can play a little bit high. Yes, that's the big six seven. That's the big one. That's the big one, I think. Yeah, and 
he uses his length well, but sometimes because he's so long, he he can get away with like not great hand placement. I thought his hand placement improved a lot though from from last year. It to did. This like, year. Well, I thought from twenty one to twenty two. I thought like I liked him last year. I think you liked him more than me. I thought he was so much better he, in twenty twenty. He got a lot better, yeah. Like I, I think he, if he, he's trending towards a first round pick, like absolutely, yeah, for sure. He's of the guys we've done. He's my number one tackle for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, no, he's damn good. But uh, my number two tackle is also in this conference. Maybe my favorite tackle so far is um, TCU's Brandon Coleman. I fucking love him. Brandon Coleman's really damn good. He's <laughs> freaksless guy too. He's really good. Yeah, him and another guy kind of, kind of, I went neck and neck with for my second guy. Six six three twenty redshirt senior left tackle wears seventy seven so that's sick. Where's an acro um, too? Yeah, <laughs> and, and plays like a guy who should. Yes, I thought really good anchor for a bigger guy. Yes, um, I thought really good in the run game, sustaining blocks. He's a big time finisher through the whistle. Better in, in as a run blocker than a pass protector. More of a gap guy than his own guy. Yeah. Um, I think like his feet can be a little bit clunky. Like he'll probably be a guy who gets tagged with. Oh, he'd be a better right tackle. Yeah. Uh, um, and he, he can also play a little bit high, but he's really strong, so he can kind of hide that a little bit yes. with the pad level issues. Um, I love him. Yeah, a big – like top 100 now or like – Not quite. Yeah, I'm there, I'm there too, like a fourth-round like, type of guy right now. But like if I did a big board, he'd be in the top 100 even though I don't have a top 100. <laughs> you know, like yeah, I totally agree. I thought I was pretty impressed with how well he blocks on the move too. They asked him to like pull a lot. Yeah. Very good at that. I think he's just rock solid, dude. Yeah, I like him a lot. Strong hands, um, solid yeah. athlete, but good athlete for that size. I like him a lot. Yeah. Um, who's the guy you kind of have similar? So I was pretty impressed with, even though Oklahoma rotates him out and in, I like Tyler Guyton. I was pretty impressed with Guyton. I feel like Tyler Guyton's the guy because because they had Anton Harrison, because they have William yeah. Morris, two, a day one and a day two pick. Like Tyler Guyton didn't get what he would have had he been a full-time starter like yeah. he's gonna blow up this yeah game. i think i think so i think kind of the same and, early kind of day three type of dude right now yeah go ahead yeah six seven they listen at six seven three twenty seven that's yeah i don't but think he's he, like, that big though, but yeah i don't think so either because he's lean and he moves really well like he's i thought he had good feet he's yes right tackle yeah um really good like climbs well to that second level i think like for him it's his anchor needs work. He needs to sustain blocks better. But, like, he has, like, the physical traits of Big time. Uh, top 100. Yeah, TCU transfer and played eight, some H back at TCU, which is crazy. Um, I think you see, like, the athleticism there. But, yeah, like, I, I love the lower half with him. I know he said the anchor's not great, but, like, just his low, his lower half makeup, strong, wide, powerful base there, uh, really springy athlete there. I, I Just all the parts to look like a guy that could easily make a jump into the top 100 with a full, you know, full-time job. I also the 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 guy who's going to be playing opposite him, yeah, who's a transfer from Stanford. Walter Rouse yeah. was one of my my favorite guys last year, and now he's in the Big Twelve. Um, I really like Walter Rouse. I think he he plays with such such great pad level for a six six three hundred twenty pound tackle. Yeah, uh, really strong guy. I think I'm going to be higher on him than a lot of people. <sighs> Me but too. He's a big powerful boy. Me too. Because like I watched the USC and Oregon game last year and. Oregon, it felt like really up and down, but USC, I thought you fucking just rocked him. I mean, he was awesome against USC. Yeah, bad, bad defense. A couple of guys, but a bad defense overall. But yeah, no, I thought he just the Oregon game kind of like soured him a little bit. But so I, I still think like a firm, firm like mid mid day three, fifth round kind of dude. 
potential to jump, especially jumping to uh, Oklahoma. I think he's gonna be a big riser. Just like six six three twenty two, he looks the part. When he's on, it looks so damn good. I think he's a good athlete for that size. Some issues like he kind of got caught leaning a couple times. I thought against Oregon especially, and but uh, I th- I like him a lot too. Um, he's kind of in my next group there with um at him and also um the the BYU freak who I thought oh, I was hoping you would try to say his name. Okay, I guess Kingsley Suamatiaya. I don't know. I, there's no pronunciation guide on the BYU website, by the way. Do I better. Shocker. They don't. They don't care there. Um, yeah, I don't. I wasn't maybe slightly disappointed. I don't know what I was expecting, but I still think he's like a draftable guy firmly. He is. Yeah, he's massive. He's athletic. Yeah. Um, he has all like all the makings of a guy who gets into the top 100. He's only 21. Yeah. Uh, with that yeah, shocking he, at BYU, he, by the way, he—it's he, because he started over. Yeah, it is. He—he's <laughs> uh, he, so athletic and so physical and mean and strong, but he's like te- technically mm-hmm. unsound. It's the like, hands need a lot of work. Yeah, the hands are the—I think the big thing. Like he's a little like he's athletic, but like his footwork can be a little sloppy. Yeah. And he can play high, but, man, the hands are the big issue in pass pro, I thought. Yeah, even in the run, it's kind of like he's just body slamming and he's using the athleticism yeah, like in the he's size. Yeah, I'm bigger and stronger and more athletic than you, yeah. but that's not going to cut at the next level. But you could do just because he's so young and he has all the physical tools, you could totally see him making a oh, massive yeah. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. Like, I'm not saying he, I think he's a first-round pick, but I would not be surprised if, like, one day he is, you know? Yeah, if, if it's, you know, he's, after this season, maybe in a couple years, probably, you know. He's got all the tools yeah. there. Um, um, go ahead. I like the other TCU tackle, Andrew Coker. Me too. Uh, I thought he's a pretty smooth athlete, long, uh, light feet, uh, climbs well to the second level. Um, it's tall, I like dude. Christian Jones. Yeah. I like Christian Jones at Texas. Guy who's played both tackle spots. He's and All these guys are 6'6", 320. <laughs> which is like, we've been doing not big time conferences so it's like every time i see them I'm like oh that's a big old hawk yeah, i know um i thought christian jones is a really good anchor the big 12 is kind of like the cfl or like that massive offensive lineman now <laughs> just wide open football baby uh tylen grable yeah. at ucf's a guy i've always liked really long and athletic still like tylen um, grable too i think he's a draftable dude um i didn't mind Ian Fitz- yeah that's what i was about to bring up go ahead ian fitzgerald at byu is a missouri state transfer He's got a chance, assuming he's, I don't know if him or Kingsley, which who's playing which tackle spot yeah. this year, but he's got a chance to be a, a name that, that definitely, I have a draftable on him right now, but I think he could be a big riser. He looked really good at, at Missouri State. Yeah. Like had he stayed there, I think he'd get drafted. Oh yeah, me too. Um, It's about it for me at, at tackle if you want to move inside. Yeah. I, I think Dalton Cooper transferred to Oklahoma State's a good transfer. I liked him at Texas State. I don't, I, didn't, I was a little disappointed. I don't have a draftable, but I thought, like, this is a really good Texas State offensive line. That yeah. Give me good Oklahoma State. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, interior. Um, I thought two really good guys on the interior. Yeah, two clear top 100 guys, two um, potential first-round guys, but I don't know if I'm there yet. I two lo- very different guys. Two very di- I love Cooper Beebe, though. I loved him last year. I love year. Zach Frazier. I love Zach Frazier, too, but i got to start with Beebe, baby. Um, yeah, that's... Who, who's... Who's like the most hog molly of the hog I fucking molly. love him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, could have came out last year. I think he wanted to go back and play with his brother, which is badass. He that guy that guy was born to play the same thing. <laughs> Worked out for him. Uh, BB just born to play guard, man. Like six three, yeah, three thirty. 
he has the big boy frame. He's you know, he's big boned. Uh, I he's a I respect asshole. it so much that he. Go ahead. I've respected so much that he played left tackle. Yeah. And then they, they moved him to guard. Yeah, I know. It's like, all right, I did it. Kick me inside, baby. Um, he does move like a guard. You know, that's the knock, and he's not long. He's a guard. He's born to play guard. Uh, but, yeah, just, a, you know, the, the hands are so strong. Lots of pop. He is just strong, man. Like, brings the asshole, you know, just, just snatches and finishes, too. He's working well to the second level. He's just damn good. That's a guy plug and play, no doubt. I love him. He's going to be the guy at the Senior Bowl who... Oh, lock it in. Yeah, He plays through the whistle, he trash talks, everyone loves him. Lock it in. That's probably the guy that like ends up in our top 32, goes in the second round, plays a decade. Like, You know what I mean? Yeah. Goat. Uh, Quinn Miners plus. Um, <laughs> and then Zach Frazier, who is West Virginia's only good player. Yep. Uh, who is the definition of the centers we tend to love with those wicked movement skills, Incredible pad level, uh, big time uh, high school wrestler. Yeah, four time shows. state high school champ, baby. <laughs> Insane hand strength. Yes, I think that's like, that's just, that's awesome. Yeah, that might be his best thing, right? No. Like he's uh, this unbelievable mover, plus a great pad level. But I think to me, when we've seen those guys mm-hmm. before, sometimes they don't have that type of strength. But man, he does. Yeah, absolutely. And like. Uh, I don't know if he's, like, powerful overall. Like, I think the anchor might be the knock. Yeah, agreed. But the hands are so good. And you see, like, I think the first snap you see that wrestling background. Yeah, it's great. You just, like, you just got the guy in the clench. You're just tossing, dude. It's it's awesome. You watch me against Baylor, and he's going with Siaki Aika, who's... (laughs) The hog molly. He's he's moving him. Yeah. I know. Frazier, that's it. He's moving him out of his gap. Uh, Potentially the the first center off the board. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, 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 I think. Like, obviously, we haven't gone through him all yet, but, like, that's going to be a hard... Hard to tell off. I, like, the only one, like, I know we haven't watched all, but it's, is Van Pran, in my mind, because I know I love him. But, yeah, I think Frazier's probably going to be the top center in the class. Especially because he fits that Shanahan scheme. <laughs> he does. Which is what everyone does. Um, honestly, it's mainly the tackles for me. I don't, I don't know if I have another interior guy I'm itching to talk about. I have about. one other guy that I liked a lot. Uh, oh, okay, who? Another, I like Dominic Puny, transferring to Kansas from oh, Central Kansas. Mizzou. Yeah, um, I don't know Pooney. I don't know how to say his name, but I liked him a lot. I think you got it. It's Pooney. Pooney, uh, like six four type of guy, three seventeen, well built. I thought a really good athlete, uh, good field, worked the second level really well. Just like use, they use him a lot. Um, like pulling out in front of Jalen Daniels on a passing play as like the personal protector type mm-hmm. of style, and he did it really well one on one in space. I'm like, okay, like that's a guard doing that. That's really impressive. Um, I think like a a fourth fifth round type of guy potentially. I like him a lot. And it's a really good offensive line group. It is. It's a, I don't know, like, where did this come from? I think it started with Oklahoma, and everyone's like, okay, we got to do that. <laughs> Just, now they all do it, baby. But TCU having two yeah. tackles like that? Oh, like, coming, you know, with, with the dogs they had last year, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, jump to the interior defensive line, where I think it's a good group here, too. It's a pretty deep group, yeah. Um, The Godfather's my top Meet Me too, absolutely. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Dante Corleone, which is like the coolest name yeah. of all time. Freaks list. And he he he's not the singing Cincinnati defensive tackle, but I like the other I like Briggs too, but yeah. Yeah, me too. He's my number two guy. Uh yeah, Corleone, who I thought just use it heavy, violent hands really well. Out leverages everybody. Six two three eighteen. No, I didn't body. think the most not the most twitchy or explosive guy, but really like 
plays with great leverage, mm-hmm. good path, like path level pop in the hand. The walk back power, like yeah, yeah. I think the athleticism good enough to you know shed and make a make a tackle. Absolutely. He's he's kind of that like that modern one techno. Yeah, guy. yeah. He fits that very well with with some pass rush there too. Yeah, no, I think he's yeah. He's, yeah, he's my he's, clear. He's my favorite guy for sure. Yeah, for sure. He uh, and you and you're right. Like I don't want some short on the path. Like he he he's not like a run down only type of mm-hmm. one tech nose tackle guy. Um, like I I think I think like he's a third roundish guy. I have a fourth, and I I think I'm a, maybe a little low on him. But yeah, top 100 type of dude. I think he probably uh, lands in third. Go on, yeah. Jawan Briggs is my next guy because he sings. <laughs> That's a good. That's a good bump. I got Briggs like as my th- kind of third guy. He's also on the freaks list as we mentioned because he sings. Yep. Um, he 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 moves up and down that line. He's a Virginia transfer. Um, again, not like the most explosive guy, but really powerful. Yeah, yeah. Plays with great leverage. A little, I thought a little more quick than Corleone, but yeah, not a, not nearly as good with his hands. He's more of a bully you rather than stack and shed you type uh interior defensive yeah kind of just like attacks half the man and kind of wins that way they're really good combo they're a really good combination yeah, they're sick. um i think i don't know if Briggs will be a top 100 potential type of dude like i think with corleone but fifth ish round no. i like i like yeah that. i've got a fifth on him yeah uh sorry i'm just checking quickly does since what's cincinnati's schedule um do they play okay who do you want to see him against? Zach Frazier. And they oh play. yeah, there we. That'd be that, uh, that's the tape. Actually, wait. That's do they play Kansas, Kansas State. I want to see if they play Cooper BB. Oh, you gotta put type in Bearcats. Otherwise, you get the bang. It's good content. <laughs> no, that I think that's the matchup to watch. Like you know, when we're coming to March next year, watch getting or earlier getting to Frazier, seeing him against uh, Corleone and Briggs. You know, alternating that. That's a hell of a fun tape to. In the future, yeah, they don't they don't play BB, but they play your boy Pooney. So nice, that's a good one for for Pooney to throw on the tape. Um, my second guy I went with uh, one of the Texas uh, Texas load at re- receiver and in, in interior type of uh, defensive lineman. I like Devontae Sweat. That's just, that's just a big man. He is he is the Big Twelve always has like one massive human. <laughs> they do, yeah, yeah. And I I don't know what what you saw him list at because I feel like you check more reliable sources, but. I, I six four three sixty two. I saw three forty six, but yeah, he's big. Okay, well, he's big. Whatever. Can we say three sixty two? That's please. Cool, it does. Yeah, yeah. He's like the classic two gapping nose tackle. Just eats space. Yeah. Like, do you want a guy who can just wreck shit up front? That's him. Like, yeah. Uh, he's not gonna like be some dynamic pass nope. or anything, but he's gonna get the job you ask him to do. He'll get that job. Absolutely. Done. I kind of thought fourth round dude. Yeah, so I'm a Corleone, Sweat, and then uh, Briggs. But it's a good group here. There's a lot of guys. I will say I have Briggs above Sweat, but Sweat's got such a clear – Yeah, like, yeah. he's going to be I'm a fourth-round pick. Don't worry about it. Like, Yeah, y- yeah, <laughs> and like he's going to do what you ask him to do. Like I'm high high floor guy. Yeah. Um, Gabe Hall at Baylor, who's just massive, freaksless guy, 6'6", 287, powerful. It's my next I, guy I too. Like he's, I feel like he has more potential than totally agree. clear prospect. Yeah. And I, th- I think we talked about that last year. Yeah. No, and I don't think he made that leap, but give him another no. year. Let's see if he does. Yeah, that's another like, fifth-round dude for me. Yeah, and I appreciate, like, he'll play five. He'll line him up a nose sometimes. He'll play some two-tech. I always love a guy who moves around. Um, one of my personal favorites was Ricky Barber at UCF. I knew, I knew you were going to be a Ricky Barber guy. I like Barber, too. Thank you. Yeah, he just... 
man, he's really quick, and he, he provides a little more pass rush than yeah. some of these other guys. A little more juice to him. 6'3", 295, Western Kentucky transfer. Yeah. Um, he's just a really fluid athlete. Yeah, I got him like a six-round type of dude. I like him a lot, too. Uh, next for me, we're kind of matched up. I kind of had both Texas dudes. Byron yeah, Murphy. Byron Murphy and Alfred. Yeah, I like both of them quite a bit, too. That's a hell of a trio inside there <laughs> for the horns, baby. Texas is back. I'm going to say it, Rob. I don't think anyone else has said it, but I'm going to say it. Uh, Byron Murphy on the Freaks list, 61308. More of um, like, I, I thought more one tech. Yeah. Like, undersized one tech. Just really good leverage. Can really push the pocket a bit. Yeah. Uh, Alfred Collins just has the most potential. He's six five. Yeah. He's very clearly athletic. Yeah, it's just not like his best plays look incredible. It's just it's not consistent. Far between. Yeah, but when he's on, it's it's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And then I'm always gonna be a fan of Jalen Hutchings. <laughs> he's good. He is good. Was it? Did he, he made the freaks list. He's on the freaks list. Yeah, it's just all the Big Twelve on the freaks list for some reason. Yeah, no, I think that's that's a good group inside. I thought. If, we, yeah. if we're ready to jump, I wasn't super impressed with the edge overall. No, I thought um, it was fine. I, I think there's – I thought both Texas Tech guys, Steve Linton and Miles Cole, have so much potential. But they do. Neither is neither is a clear-cut slam dunk. Um, I like Nelson Caesar at Houston. He's my, that's my top guy. Caesar's my top guy. Yeah. Saw some hype. I know Dane at uh, The Athletic is high. I, not that high, but I think he's draftable for sure. Yeah, I thought – his big thing is he uses his hands really. He well. does, yeah. He's not like he's quick, but he's not like he's kind of a tight athlete. But like, yeah, he's not. He he's not twitch like twitchy no. or bendy. No, not at all. But like, kind of just like he uses his hands really well and shoots gaps. Uses you know, kind of gets mm-hmm. narrow there. Quick dude. He's interesting. I think like right. He, right, his ass off. he does. He plays his ass off. Yeah, always. He's always in on the play. I think like right situation. That's a guy that like is going to be productive. Yeah, I think he'll take a leap this year. I, Probably. I, just, I, I love a guy who plays with great hands, good leverage, yeah, um, and plays hard. But he also isn't, like, the best edge setter um, no, he's to not. go along with the fact that he's not, like, this he's not incredible very, athlete. But his hands are heavy and they're quick. He's not the biggest dude either, you know, 6'2", no. 250-ish. But, yeah, no, but I like him. I, I like him, though. Yeah. I thought of, of the guy, like, I thought highest four by far. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, and then, yeah, after him, I had the Texas Tech boys. Me Steve too. Steve Linton, who's a Syracuse transfer, 6'5", 220. Um, but super, super explosive, mm-hmm. bendy, plays really hard. He, he's still developing, clearly. Yeah. Uh, but he has, like, the NFL tools you want. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Absolutely. And then Miles Cole is just... Like if you told someone that's Tyree, <laughs> exactly, exactly. He's, he's six six two eighty five. Why do they have the biggest? Humans? I don't know. That's a hell. Uh, that's a fun combo though. I love having like just one speed. Yeah, and one huge monster. I like it. And a, a UL Monroe transfer who's yeah. explosive too, and and on the freaks list, um, powerful pass rusher. Not like a ton of pass rush plan, and he's super big and long, but like he doesn't use his hands mm-hmm. that great. But mm-hmm. like he. He has a chance to help himself. One of them's going to be good. Absolutely, lock it in. They gotta be. Lock it in. Uh, after after that, I thought there was a, like I didn't have any more draftables. Like Gar- uh, Garmin Randolph at Baylor's my next guy, but I didn't love anybody. Yeah, me neither. I, I kind of Randolph Max, and he's he had a DUI this offseason too. That doesn't help. But yeah, uh, no, I didn't love anyone else either. A couple interesting linebackers but, though. Yeah, um, it depends. Like if you're slotting to Sean Pace. As a linebacker, as a safety, like yeah. he's uh he's gonna be playing the star position for Cincinnati this year. 
Um, and obviously, Ivan Pace is his brother, who should have been drafted, yeah. and is now going to be the Vikings starting linebacker or something. Big old hit for um, Severance in heaven, locking it up, baby. Big time. Uh, yeah, Deshaun Pace, uh, he's played Will, he's played Overhang, he's going to play Star this year. He's on the Freaks list. 6'2", 215, so like not linebacker-sized, mm-hmm. but he's more of that big nickel, I guess. And like he's very athletic. He's he's a violent player. He's not as violent as his brother, and he's no. not as... As, as good in the box as his brother, but he's a really fun football player who flies around and takes heads off and yeah. is, uh, hold, can hold up pretty well in coverage if you're calling him a linebacker. The better athlete than his brother, but yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I totally agree. I like, maybe not straight line. <laughs> maybe, maybe not, no. But, no, a big fan of him too. Um, yeah, like I kind of had like a th- couple guys in, in the mix with my top guy. Um, I think it's him, Bywater, and Jalen Ford in the, kind of in a trio. Yeah. Yeah, By Bywater, who's really a, interesting. I think a seventh year senior. Yeah, because he went on a mission trip. Yeah, uh, as you alluded to about BYU guys, but yeah, six three two thirty five, rangy, um, plays all over the play, field. Yeah, like they move him around. He'll play overhang. He'll play edge. They basically had him like corner um, some snaps. Yeah, he's re- he's really uh like really good laterally. Yeah. Um and he, he triggers downhill in a hurry. He's I think needs to be better at stacking and shedding and he'll miss some tackles and he'll he'll be a second slow reading keys. Yeah, I don't like his eyes the, too much. Yeah. No. Misdirection kind of um, gets him, yeah. But he's super interesting because of the size athleticism yeah. and positional versatility. The coverage shops look there. Yeah, and like very interesting guy. That's going to be that's going to be a fun one to talk about come uh, the off season. See what he does this year. Um, yeah. What do you think of Jalen Ford at Texas? I think Jalen Ford of uh, like of these three is like the best actual linebacker. The sa- yeah, like the safest. Yeah, like he's just gonna be a Mike linebacker in the NFL and be and be good at it. He's six three two forty. He's um, his take on skills are really good. He doesn't really miss a ton of tackles. He's a really solid he's, athlete. Yeah, he's not like amazing in coverage, but. I don't think I was surprised to see that. No. Like he's pretty consistent reading his keys. Like he's just a solid day three linebacker to me. Right yeah, now. I agree with you. I agree. I I think like to elevate kind of like I don't know, like sometimes you see him getting like just getting caught up in the muck a little bit too much, I thought. For a guy that, you know, just kinda just stay home, get to your you know, just read your keys, get there. Um but no, I, I agree with you. Kinda solid day three. All these guys are kinda day three guys for me. Um uh, but I think Ford is the safest with that trio. Mm-hmm. He's in again, like the most clear, like I, mm-hmm. I, I know he'll be drafted and be fine. Yes, yeah. Play in the NFL. Yeah. Um, Daniel Green's also like if Daniel Green was born thirty years ago. He'd be in the <laughs> yeah, I love Daniel Green. Yeah, I love Daniel Green. He's a maniac. Did you like He's Denzel Perriman? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Do you like either of the TCU guys? Uh, I think how do you pronounce Jamoy Hodges? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's like got that D winners upside. Yeah, I agree. agree. Kind of got that. Richard, sorry, Jamoy Hodge because it's Johnny Hodges and Jamoy Hodge. Okay, that's very confusing for the TCU linebacker. But yeah, he gives off that D winners jo- vibes for sure. Yeah, and then Johnny Hodges is more like, oh, of course this man's a Navy transfer. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Uh, anyone else or DBs? Not really. We can get to the corners. Yeah, I like I like the DB group overall. Um, I really like two of the corners. Okay, who's your who's your top guy? Jade Barron's my favorite player. In the I okay, so him and Newton, I thought were pretty close, but I like Barron more. 
Okay, same. Those are the two guys I was talking about. Yeah. Um, I th- think, yeah, like the, they're two of my top three defensive players in the conference. Um, Baron, like if you like, unshockingly, be like it's the guy we like, always love. Yeah, he's he's our guy. Yeah, like yeah. the the weapon at nickel yes. who will blitz the hell out of. <sighs> yeah, he, he's. Like, I, I don't even want to call him a corner because really, like, him and Josh Newton play different positions. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. And, yeah, he, he's like he's like the Brian Branch-style nickel who's really smart, always triggering downhill, blowing up screens everywhere. Throwing the TCU game, blows yeah. up like six screens. And he, he's he, so aggressive downhill. He's such a good tackler, though. Like, you know, sometimes we get yeah. these guys that are missing tackles. Like, okay, I still like him because he run, he's a hell of a tackler, too, though. And um, I thought, like, really good eyes in zone coverage, too. Like, you're not going to have him kick out wide and cover a X yeah. man-to-man. But, like, playing him at nickel or safety or whatever you want to do. Like, he is such a fun football yeah, player. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, he's this guy, though, like, I don't know where the NFL will see him. But I think he's going to land somewhere and be a fucking stud. Like, I, I, that's the type of guy that just works. I don't know. I love him. Um Go on, yeah, I I, I I put him above Newton, but I think Newton's more of the better pure cornerback. Yeah, like Newton is easier to project. Yes, he's a six foot, one hundred ninety pound outside corner is really good in press man, really good technician. Yeah, I thought his feet are really good. Yeah, that's I think that's his biggest tr- like his his best trait there. Where it just he mirrors so well. Yeah. There's like no false steps. Yeah, stays in phase beautifully. Yeah, just really clean. Um, yeah, like I, I, I don't think he's like some incredible athlete or yeah. anything. I don't think he's like a big, big playmaker. Yeah, uh, like the, or like he's just good and he's always in position. I think the ball skills are good, but like maybe like the interest, like the hands aren't good sometimes. But yeah, no, he's just yeah, totally. It's a guy that I think you just bring in and trust. Like, like they don't even throw at him that much. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't. Six year senior um, too. Kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. ULM transfer. Yeah. Um, I then had a couple guys who I like after those two, but those have been top. Two. Me too. I, I next I kind of had TJ Tampa. Give me the big corners, yeah, TJ, baby. Yeah, why are they all so big? TJ Tampa, sit. What is he? Six two. Six. They, uh, Dane had him at six two and a half, one ninety eight. Yeah, he uh, he t- to me um, was more like that kind of that cover two corner. Mm-hmm. Good and press, or sorry, not good and press. I, I didn't think they pressed him that much. No, They're they, playing him off a lot. Uh, when he has his eyes on the quarterback, I thought he looked good. I thought he was pretty fluid for 60. He is. I think, like, I mean, a lot of big corners are good tacklers, but I hate when they're not. He is a good tackler. I thought <laughs> just, just really solid. Um, you see that length. I, I like Tampa. He's kind of just like that, you know, like, like, kind of like you laid it up, but like safer for a bigger corner, too, you know, but like. I don't think he's got that huge upside as like you know some of the freaky bigger corners, but I think just really solid. I, I like the UCF new UCF corner Decorian Patterson coming from Middle Tennessee State. He's kind of the off zone guy. Who, yeah, his change of direction skills I thought were really good. Like he's super fluid, not very physical player, but super fluid. Um, he gets his hands on the ball like constantly. I thought like I thought a pretty good tackler though, like like pretty aggressive um, at times. Pretty well built. I thought missed tackles because he's so aggressive. Yeah, yeah. No, he did. He, he did. But, yeah, no, kind of like throwing that Miami game. Uh, made big plays, gave up a couple. But, no, I, I like him. I think that's a guy that could take a leap this year. Uh, I love Malik Dunlap because he's 6'3", 220 playing corner. Yeah, that's sick. Uh, at Texas Tech. Um, 
he, he's another guy who like I, I thought like this is a guy who should just be labeled a tight end stopper yeah like, you should just deploy him to do that he's a six-year senior um i don't i don't know exactly what you're gonna do in the nfl with him because he's not like a great great athlete and his feet are a little wonky um but he's so big i i wonder if we can kind of like deploy him in a niche role to deal with tight ends mm-hmm. no that's a good one i didn't mind kobe bryant at kansas yeah i like I liked him. Uh, I thought off zone guy, really, uh, really clean footwork. Yeah, really quick. So maybe like a nickel, nickel guy at the next level. I thought. Yeah. Because um, I, I thought wasn't struggling per se downfield because he was in phasing a lot, but like it's kind of giving up some catches, kind of the bigger yeah. corners yeah. Uh, receivers. Definitely. Kick him inside, not so much of a problem, but yeah, good feet and everything. I like that. That's a potential like late round dude. I think they could come in and maybe maybe give it a look at. Uh, anyone else at corner that you liked? Well, uh, Rashad Williams at Texas Tech, UCLA transfer, and Ryan Watts at Texas, Ohio State transfer. We're both 6'3". All the corners are huge. <laughs> he got to be big in the, in the Big 12 now, hence the name. Um, no, let's jump to safety. Who's your Who's your top guy? Is Jalen Catalan going to be healthy? I don't know. I still love him, though. That's a He's sick so transfer. Fun, he's healthy. Yeah, he is. It is a sick transfer. To, like, man, Texas is a fun football team. Uh, yeah, he's a, just like this spark plug who he's throwing him. He'll miss a million tackles, but he's trying to kill everybody. It's yeah. the best. It's the, I love safeties who do that. <laughs> he's re- he's got really good instincts, yeah. and he's got pretty, range. He's pretty fluid, too. Yeah. For, yeah, more range than you're thinking. Like, too deep kind of guy. They'll play him at, single, at Arkansas. They played him at yeah. single high a little bit. He's like more of that classic box safety. He triggers downhill like a maniac. He's a ton of fun. Just, it's hard to know, right? But, like, man, he is fun. Um, I thought like Mark Perry, very solid for TCU. I knew. I'm pretty sure you said that last year. Yeah, he, that's what he is though. Like he's just really solid. What do you get? What you see is what you get, and I think it's a, well, know, day well three type of Yeah, really good take on skills. Yes. He doesn't miss tackles. Yes. Smart football player. It's a safety three safety. He's, he's, um, yep. A guy who uh, I'm very interested in is Billy Bowman at Oklahoma. He was a five star recruit yep. athlete, and uh, he kind of plays. He plays a little bit of two deep, but he's more of a nickel for them. And you can see the five star uh, recruit athleticism, and I just want to see him continue to progress. Yeah, he's inter- he's really interesting. Um, I know Kenny Logan's your guy, so I do. Kenny Ken- Kenny Logan's like discount Jalen Catalan, <laughs> pretty much. Just trying to kill everybody. Um, he misses tackles because of it, but he's so fun. I thought Tyler Owens interesting, freaksless guy, six two two oh five. Um, Texas Tech secondary is massive. Yeah. Their whole defense is massive. It's sick. It is cool. And, um, like, apparently, what's, what's the other freaks list? He had a big vert and stuff like that, and he's fast. That's a guy to keep an eye on. Um, not sure where he is at right now, but yeah. Uh, Aubrey Burks at West Virginia, I thought, was pretty yeah. interesting. Uh, the other TCU guys, Bud Clark and Millard Bradford. I just feel like we watched so much TCU last year. We did. Um, Jarrett. Jaron Thompson at Texas, who, who um, I'm pretty sure is the other previous Thompson DB who I really liked at Texas, his brother. I think so, yeah. Um, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, but basically the same player. <laughs> Anyone else? No. I don't think for me either. No. But, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think th- this conference is – Defined by the offensive line. It's a fucking good group on the offensive line. Yeah, it's, it's like in- incredible. That's a good. Pass catchers are fun too. The, but the offensive line's like the offensive line. 
could have one, two, three, four, five. Could we have more than five top 100 guys? Yeah, and like a couple of those guys are like, if it hits the first round type of dudes. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, do you have Texas winning the conference? Yeah, I do. Just like I did last year, and you gave me shit for it, and they should have won the conference. Um, I've t- I've got Texas. I think that I think who they're playing in the championship game is is really tough to call. Who'd you take? Them? Kansas State. Just going safe. Play down the middle, baby. All right. I have Kansas State beating Texas. Love I just it. Think that's the most Texas thing. It is the most Texas. But they got they. I don't know. It's also like I don't know. I think they got to go out with a win. I think they have to. Uh, okay, for offense player of the year in the conference, I think it'd be hard for Quinn Ewers to not win it. Like even even if he's bad, not like a Heisman contender. Like if he throws like thirty touchdowns, yeah. Like I feel like but it's his it's his award. There's no one. Yeah, so there's no one else that's really gonna threaten him other than one of his receivers. Like, but there's too many of them. Or. Or Jalen Daniels, but I just don't think Kansas, Kansas wins yeah. enough games. Yeah, exactly. I, I would love it defense if they do it, though. Defensive Player of the Year is super interesting. I have no idea where to go for Defensive Player of the Year. I am going to just play it safe and uh, go with Jalen Ford. Yeah, I think he's what a preseason makes sense. I went with Jade Barron just because like, be a lot man led the, led the Longhorns and TFLs as DB last year, 11 and a half. Yeah. Like, now that he, people actually know who he is, like if he has a similar season to last year, like yeah. He could win it. Absolutely. If, if they're good and their defense is good. Um, any guess for Town of the Week? Uh, it should be Morgantown, but I know it's not. No, because it probably has been Morgantown. For so, yeah, probably. Uh, no, we're going Houston this week because they're yeah. the conference. I think this is the biggest city I've ever and It has to be the biggest city. Can I guess the population? Please. Um, 3.6 million. 2.288 million. Okay. Well, whatever. Yeah, but you didn't include the suburbs, and I was, so. This is so true. Uh, home to the Houston Cougars, who play in TDECU Stadium, which opened in 2014 with a capacity of 40,000, uh, which is smaller than I thought. Its official name is derived from Texas Dow Employees Credit Union, the largest credit union in Houston. Love it. Sick. Good credit union. Notable notable alumni include Chimillionaire. <laughs> Jim Parsons, a.k.a. the guy who plays uh, Sheldon. Bazinga, yeah. Dennis Quaid, Kenny Rogers, Towns Van Zandt, Hakeem Olajuwon. Of course. And most importantly, Jim Nance. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, really? Yeah. He's like, he, oh, man. Uh, He he was uh, like a student reporter, sideline reporter, I'm pretty sure, when uh, uh, Fice Slamma Jamma was happening. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, he he loves the Cougs. Go Cougs. Uh, notable notable people from Beyonce. Unshocking. <laughs> did I just say from Beyonce? Well, they might as well rename the city after her. So you're yeah, right. Yeah. I got ahead of myself. I was gonna say there's so many people from Houston. Well, yeah. So I, I only picked I only picked like the true blue A list celebrities. Okay. So these are the most important people: Beyonce, Wes Anderson, Jennifer Garner. Machine Gun Kelly, Hillary Duff, and The Undertaker. How much would you pay to have a dinner with those people? I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather be dead. That's my dream table. I, I don't want to ever be anywhere near Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> I don't care about the rest of them. Put them at the end. Uh, it's okay. Simpson on The Undertaker. It's all good. <laughs> things to do in Houston. Uh, obviously, Space Center Houston. Mm-hmm. 
The Cockrell Butterfly Center. The Gerald D. Hines Water Wall Park, which appeared to be just this massive wall, like a hundred foot wall of just water pouring down the wall. That sounds fucking awesome. Uh, TFTI Houston Interactive, which I put in brackets, something the worst person you follow on Instagram probably thinks is cool. What is it, though? Like it, literally, it literally looked like a place you go just to take Instagram pictures. Oh, my God. That sucks. Um, the Houston Graffiti Building, which looked pretty cool. And finally, the most important one, the Conjurer Intimate Magical Experience. That sounds awesome. Sounds awesome. Yeah, so awesome. So, I mean, can't wait till the next show where we, we take a look at the ACC and uh, at this point, uh, maybe uh, by then George Bush will have SMU and ACC. <laughs> and we, we can talk a lot of SMU. Uh, 